You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. You're listening to Jamie D and Big Newt. We're coming at you every single Wednesday during the football season talking all things Buffalo Bills. I'm Jamie D'Amico. He is Big Chris Newton. And let me tell you, we had ourselves a week one of the NFL season worth remembering. And in no small part, the Bills with a big 31-10 victory over the Rams. Big Newt joins me. And hey, Big Newt. Did you enjoy your peaceful Sunday of watching games with no horse in the race, just soaking it all up, or what? Isn't it beautiful, bro? Yeah. Isn't it be- after you after you win, you got your game out the way. Now you just kind of sitting around. It reminds me of high school when I ran track, and I threw the shot put disc. And once I already won my event, I could just sit up there and chill, <laughs> enjoy the rest of the meet after I already won mine. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah. It was beautiful, man, and it was a lot of good games this weekend, man. So we're going to touch a little bit on that. You're uh, you're over there on the side of the track talking to all the ladies. In the tent. Oh, man, track was so fun. <laughs> oh, my God. It was so fun. Uh, reliving your youth as we speak. I know, I, man. I, I know you're thinking about it right now. You know I am. Oh, my God. I need to get off of this. <laughs> so fun man oh my god if we so, got any high school kids college kids younger kids man enjoy it man this is the best time of your life dude yeah <laughs> the things that you think are problems yes in your in your world they are i'm just here to tell you that, that the problems get worse so yeah. try to compartmentalize as much as possible and enjoy yourself take really. it take it for some old guys man this is the best time of your life dude high school and college oh my god love it Yes, absolutely. <laughs> I had a lot more fun in college. I didn't really have any friends in high school, um, oh, but college came that. around and I learned how to socialize a little bit. By the end of college, I actually learned how to speak to some ladies. Oh, <laughs> you hit them with that sultry sound of that voice. I, I like I liked college, but I loved high school. <laughs> oh my god, I had a great time in high school. Um, well, all of your time was spoken for in college, being an athlete, wasn't right. it? Right, I missed a lot of time. Yeah, because I was in a fraternity, but I had to miss a lot of things because of the requirements for football. Uh, like a lot of my fraternity brothers used to go out of town, go to other campuses and party and stuff. I couldn't do that. So, what do you think Josh Allen is enjoying more when you compare NFL. high school, college, and the pros? NFL, no, no question. You think he's enjoying it more? Yeah. Why? Because in high school, wasn't he like a two-star player coming out? And then he went to, uh, then he go to like a JUCO first. Then he went to Wyoming, and yeah. yeah. But but in high school, even though he was a two-star player, like he was a two-star player against no-star players, like he was a big man on campus. Yeah. Playing baseball, they put him out in right field, and he was throwing runners out going to first base. 
I'm sure. <laughs> don't get me wrong, because he a big, he a strapping. You know, he. A, I mean, I could say he's a handsome guy, so he probably had it good in high school too, and he probably did his thing in Wyoming. But now he's he's almost global, bro. Like he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, you see his girlfriend. He's yeah. actually been with her since high school. Yeah, so I, I mean, because where he's from, isn't he from Southern Cal? No, uh, Northern California. Northern Fireball. California. Yeah, yeah, so he probably had a good life, but no, nah, now. He's in a whole other stratosphere. Now, he probably had it good. Don't get me wrong. He probably had it good all the way up, but he probably did his – I would say now. I'd say if he had to choose high school, college, and now, he's probably going to choose now. Yeah, I could see that. You know, because he, he, ain't just a, he, he ain't just a guy on a roster that's like a backup or something. Like, then, you you know, like Matt Barkley, I'm sure, enjoyed his time at USC more than he probably enjoyed it now. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, because he can, like, go into a grocery store now and nobody would know who he is. Exactly. But he, he goes into the food court at USC and he's probably getting mobbed. And he probably getting mobbed. He was probably getting mobbed all over L.A. period when he was there. That's a good point. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, his life was probably definitely – and once again, I'm not trying to dump on him. I'm just trying to say the disparity here. I think Matt Barkley, high school and college, was probably better than the pros. Even (laughs) though he got it good now, he's married and got kids, right? Well, sure. Yeah, so he he probably living a good life. I mean, you getting paid not to do too much of anything, but – Well, he's not being paid too much because he's on the practice squad. Yeah. So he's not getting rich. No, he ain't getting rich, but and um, I'm and I'm sure part of it is, oh man, I'm Matt Barkley. I was a five star guy, <laughs> and now I'm just a back. Yeah, so that might be a little bad. So right. yes, USC. His life at USC was definitely probably better. Yeah, him, Matt Leinart, um, Mark Sanchez. They they, mm-hmm. they all had it better at USC than any time after that. Okay, and yeah. um, and probably I, took a pay cut. I'm I'm also thinking <laughs> that Josh Allen. Okay, let, I, I can't let that one slide. That was really funny. <laughs> I was going to come back to it. It's all like, yeah, he probably took a pay cut. He, he was probably richer at USC than he is now. The yeah. Pete Carroll days? Yeah. He, oh, was yeah. Getting paid. he took a pay cut. Uh, Josh Allen is, I mean, he's international, like you said. Worldwide JA. The dude's a celebrity. Yeah. 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 Up for MVP, you know, Pro Bowls, All Pros, you know, leading the franchise. So let's talk about, let's let's wrap up our final thoughts uh, on the Rams. And we're not going to get too into it because plen- there's been plenty of coverage of the game. And we are actually, by the time this is released, we're going to be much closer to the next game than we are the previous game. So we'll, we'll talk about that matchup uh, with the Titans coming up. But wrapping it up. I think we do have to talk about Josh Allen a little bit. He was 26 for 31 for a shade under 300 yards. Three TDs, two picks, two sacks. One of those one of those picks was clearly not his fault. That was on Isaiah McKenzie. Mm-hmm. What, did, what were your thoughts on that guy? Well, you know, we ended last year with the three things we like and then three things we don't like. Right. Mm-hmm. And so Josh Allen showed up on both my lists for things I like and things I don't like. So I'm going to try to answer your question with, with the notes that I wrote down on it. Josh Allen played wonderfully. Uh, you're right. Uh, three touchdowns. One, he had two interceptions. One of them wasn't his. So I don't really give him that. The decision making, the accuracy, he was 26 for 31. So he only had five incomplete passes. Mm-hmm. Um, he was surgical 
Thursday night in the things he was doing. Um, he looked like he had the grasp of the offense. I feel like we have not lost a step um, in our play calling, uh, even though Brian Dable did his thing in New York. We'll talk about that. Um, I think I thought he was surgical. He was masterful um, in his grasp of the offense. Um, but the thing I did not – so I did like his performance, okay, on national mm-hmm. TV. But the thing I did not like, okay – 10 carries for 56 yards. And that was my issue, my I'm friend. Sorry. Okay, go ahead. I don't want to take no, your no, thunder. I, 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 no, keep going because okay. I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah, 10 carries for 56 yards. And I just feel like some of those carries wasn't needed to win the game. No. And the stiff arm, like that's cool. But I'm going to tell you, y'all, and, 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 and I want us to enjoy the time, but just like I do with my 12U team, we're killing people 40-something to nothing every week, right? Mm-hmm. But – I still have to critique you. Like, you have to continue to get better. And so I do. I get on them, and I still critique them, even though we win by 40. And so we had a big win, but I would be remiss if I didn't say, dude, I don't want to see him stiff-arming people, bro. Like, no. I, I, let let our running backs do that. Let our <laughs> receive Like, you're too valuable to us and what we're trying to do. And it was like out of those five, I mean, 10 carries, it was like four of them. I was like, what the heck are you doing, bro? Mm-hmm. Like the stiff arm. What if he grabs your arm and breaks your arm? Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that could happen. The one where they picked him up and one dude had his leg. Like, no, man, I don't want to see that, bro. And it was for no reason. We won by 20, we won by three touchdowns. It was no reason for it. So yeah. he has to be smarter, man. I get it. He's like, man, I'm going to be the face of the franchise. I'm going to be the tough guy. I'm the captain. I want to be the leader. I want them to follow me. I mean, I get all that. But you're you're like the king, bro. And everything goes back to Game of Thrones and uh, House of Dragons right now. So I'm going to make a lot of those references. Mm-hmm. But you're the king, dude. Like, we have to protect you. Like, you, you're the last person that could die here. You're the last person that could get hurt. So... I just didn't like that. I'm sorry. So I'm with you on that because I believe five of his carries were designed. In fact, they were quarterback draws that were decidedly not working. Mm -hmm. I'm not a fan of the quarterback draw because if he gets through the line of scrimmage, now he's dealing with linebackers. And of course, he can outrun them. He's quicker than them, but he can also get hit by dudes that are his size. And I don't want that. Much like you, something that I disliked but also liked at the same time was that the Bills came out really sloppy. They had three turnovers in the in the first half. They they kicked the ball out of bounds. I'm like, what the hell's going on with these guys? But they went into halftime with a tie score. Mm-hmm. They overcame the sloppiness to dominate the game. So I like that. Yeah. I mean, they they went out and they didn't put their best foot forward and they fought through it. That says something to me about about this team. Right. And like I said before, we didn't play perfect and we still beat a good team by 21 points. Yep. So that lets us know like our potential. And that's why a lot of people got us in the power rankings number one. Like everybody yeah. has us number one in the power rankings, even though Kansas City throttled their game. And I'm like, whoa, Mahomes, five touchdowns, no picks. I'm like, oh, boy. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and I thought Cincinnati was the same way, too. Uh, Joe Burrow didn't have the greatest of days, and it still came down to overtime against uh, their rivals 
uh, Pittsburgh Steelers, where mm-hmm. it was just a kicking fest. So, <laughs> yeah, you know, so I. I, I came away, just generally speaking, I came away feeling really good about the, about the Buffalo Bills. And we'll get into this in a minute, but everybody overreacts after week one, right? The Bills yeah. lost in week one last season. To the and the, yes, the Packers got absolutely throttled in week one, like 38 to three. The sky was falling on, on both teams. Guess what? They, they were both amongst the best teams in the NFL by the end of the year. So mm-hmm. it, it people really need to kind of breathe easy after week one. But I, I will I will say parenthetically that the Bills looked like the team I wanted them to be. Mm, yeah, let's get continue with my list. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, one of the things that I – all right, so that was uh, one thing I liked and disliked. The next thing I liked was Von Miller. Yeah. His immediate impact, man. You saw it from beginning to the end all night Thursday, dude. Not only did he have two sacks, but the attention that he draws made others – like I feel like he was not only our best player, but he brought others with him. Mm-hmm. A.J. Epinesa, sack and a half. Uh, your boy Phillips looked sprightly. He had a sack and a half. Yeah. So, I mean, who knows what uh, Ed Oliver would have looked like, but he kept coming in and out of the game because he had uh, got hurt. So, I just think, man, we had seven sacks against a good Rams team. And I'm just like, bro, if we could just keep this up the rest of the year, man, like – it it just felt it just felt so good, man. I was like, when was the last time somebody had two sacks like that? Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I it it just felt good. Uh, our defense played wonderfully, and it just started up front. You know, I like that. So yes, and and the big man, clearly Jordan Phillips is the best version of himself in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. He should remember that, man. The all money ain't good. Money. That's what you say when you're gambling. You think, oh, I'm gonna get some more money. No, you might be the system, man. I'm telling you, he looked wonderful out there with us. Yep. So, uh, one thing I did not like um, on the other side, going back to uh, Josh Allen running, it wasn't just him. I didn't like our rushing offense. They seem to struggle with the Rams' defensive line a little bit. Rick Bates was getting eaten up here and there by, uh, I mean, it's Aaron Donald, but they right. weren't getting the push that they had gotten and they weren't opening up the zone lanes that they need to open up in order for the running game to be, to be efficient. Well, let, let's talk about this a little bit. All right. So Josh Allen, as we mentioned, 56 yards on 10 carries, right? So he mm-hmm. averaged almost six yards a carry, whatever. All right. But the rest of the team had 65 yards. On 15 mm-hmm. carries. All right. Oh, now, granted, we threw the ball 30 sometimes, and a lot of those were like run plays. I mean, when you throw the ball three, four yards, that's like a, a run play. So but I you need to it. average four yards a carry by your backs. And that's what I'm getting to. Yeah. Devin Singletary should have got the ball more. More. And, and, and that leads to the third thing I didn't like was James Cook. The first carry, he fumbled <laughs> the ball. And I just feel like at the time he got in, and we talked about this in the preseason, 
Like, I feel like the only reason why he played is because he's a second-round pick. But you remember we talked about how uh, Sean McDermott likes to protect his uh, rookies. Mm-hmm. I just felt like if he was anybody else, he wouldn't even have played in that situation. Maybe I'm wrong. I just felt like we put him in because, okay, he's a he's a second-round draft pick. Let's put him in. And he touched the ball and he fumbles. Now, don't get me wrong. Everybody makes mistakes. But I would just like to see we roll with single Singletary average way. Five, six yards of carry. Yeah, eight for 48. Yeah, eight for 48. So it's like he needs to get more carries. Now, don't get me wrong. Zach Moss had a couple of tough runs, I guess. He broke an eight-yard run, but 15, he had 15 yards on six carries. I would have liked to see Singletary get more. Mm -hmm. And I just think it was spots where he could have gotten more. Well, That's we're all. not going to have to worry about seeing James Cook again until week five, at least, because, you know, McDermott's thing is when people fumble, they don't get back on the field. Right. And that fumble was unforgivable, too. Yeah. Nobody even put a hand on the ball. He just lost it while he was going down. Uh, you, you can't do that. Now, right. that isn't the part that I didn't like. Okay. The part that I didn't like is that James Cook never got back into the game. I absolutely disagree with taking a rookie who makes one mistake and benching him. I think especially when that game is out of hand and you, when you've got the ball four minutes left and you're up by 21 points, why are you not putting your rookie in the game to try to get him some confidence? Huh? I thought he did. I know he didn't get any more carries. Are you sure he didn't get back in the game? Uh, I'm not re- positive, but I think, at minimum I, they should have handed the ball off. Okay, to him. okay, he didn't get another carry. Right, right. I don't. Right. I think he did play because I was. I was thinking to myself, why are you putting him back in? So mm-hmm. I guess I was on the other side of the fence. I'm just like, we don't, we didn't, we don't need him. We don't need him right now. And, and in this situation, man, this is a big stage. I'm like, no, nah, man, just go with Singletary, go with Moss. I just, mm-hmm. I just didn't see any reason for it, but. Um, but I can see it your way. I understand you like, okay, give him another carry so he feel good about feel good about himself. But you're right, man. You put the ball on the carpet, man. Hey, McDermott's known not to let you touch it again. So that's unforgivable in his eyes. And something else that I liked from the game, AJ Epinesa very quietly had a sack and a half. Yeah. I don't exactly remember it happening, but it <laughs> apparently it did. <laughs> Who would have thought, right? That's yes. why I said, man, I, I the whole group as a whole, man, just looked totally different. And, and that's what Von Miller brings, man. And that's why we paid him that kind of money, man. We look totally different, bro. Yes. And <laughs> in no small part, I want to credit Daquan Jones. He had more snaps than any other defensive lineman. And the dude was he was tough. The dude was a stone right in the middle yeah, of that was. line. Yeah. They couldn't move him. Yeah. And then, they, like I said, Ed Oliver was coming in and out. He had got hurt, but man, we didn't lose a step, bro. And right. Ed Oliver played well when he was in. So I, it was just a beautiful. And once again, it's just one game. We only got one supple size, man. We got uh, next week, and we're going to talk about the Tennessee game, but we'll see what happens there. But I'll tell you, man, it, it ain't too much not to like what we saw Thursday. I would say so. And, and that does bring us up to the Tennessee game. Well, let me finish. Let me finish my last thing that I did like. Oh, okay. Stefan Diggs, man. Ah. <laughs> and he was talking that ish too. I like it. 
Yes, you, I don't know if you saw uh, on Twitter, he was like, man, y'all got me messed up. But he didn't say messed up. He said something different. <laughs> and uh, I, I enjoyed that, man. He he came out. And don't get me wrong, Cooper Cup had a great game against us. You know, we kept him bottled oh, yeah. up, but he still played well. But uh, Stephon Diggs looked just as good. So I really enjoyed watching him. And then uh, it was a masterful play when we ran it on fourth and one or fourth and inches. And then we did the play action and hit uh, Gabriel Davis for the touchdown wide open in the flag. That was so beautiful. It was just so fun. It was it was fun and it was not stressful at all against a very good team. And that's what really made me feel good. Right. Right. That's exactly it. They're the Super Bowl champs. Now, Super Bowl champs, they, I mean, really, they never repeat as champs anymore. And they always talk about the Super Bowl hangover. But like Ric Flair says, to be the man, you got to beat the man. The man. <laughs> and, and they yeah. did that. And don't get me wrong, they're not the same team. I mean, they yeah. lost their left tackle. You could just tell they, uh, you know, they missed him. They, you, you lose Von Miller. You lose uh, Odell Beckham. So they're a different team um, that they they need to manage and, you know, and uh, clear some things up too. So I'm not going to say that they're not going to get better, but they are a different team than the Super Bowl team. They are a different team. And, you know, I definitely think that they should be throwing to Allen Robinson. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. receiver there. Yeah. Maybe they'll um, get that right now. Maybe it, may, maybe <laughs> they just aren't going to be the same team because they're missing Robert Woods, who conveniently is now on the Tennessee Titans. Tennessee Titans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be interested to see how we contain the run, even though Tennessee did not run the ball very well against the Giants. Um, I, I, I just, I mean, it's one of those things. We got to stop that run. And once again, you're, it's kind of like when we went to Kansas City last year and beat them in the regular season. Mm-hmm. I think Tennessee is one of those things. Like, we got to show that we can beat them. You know, and this yes. Monday night football is going to be at home, and we're going to have all the advantage. So I, I just want to – and I think we will. If we play anything like we played against the Rams, we will be able to come out of here at 2-0. Did you know we're 10-point favorites, bro? That seems a little high considering <laughs> that – the Bills have struggled against the Titans over the I past know. couple of years. Like, I know. This is a very tough matchup for the Bills. And I know that the Bills are the hot team. And let's be honest, Las Vegas odds are based on where people are putting their money, not how good a team actually is. Now, right. I think the Bills are one of the best teams in the NFL. I hope they maintain it the entire year. I hope they peak at the playoffs because that is what sets teams apart is when they hit their peak. But, hey, you know, the Bills did a decent job of shutting down Derrick Henry the past two out of the three games, but they still lost Mm -hmm. because the Titans are a tough matchup against the Bills. The Titans are a team. They don't beat themselves. They are very consistent. They don't turn the ball over. They control the clock. And if you're... If you're Tennessee, that's exactly what you want. You want to take the ball out of Josh Allen's hands. Because while the Bills have a great team, they're still the Josh Allen show, right? Right. Right. Tennessee has lost some high-profile receivers, but Tannehill still had 266 yards on 20 completions. Yeah. I interrupted you. No, no. I was just agreeing with you. Yeah, he uh he played valiantly against the uh, Giants, which and we don't know how good they're gonna be. 
Um, so we'll see. I mean, I I don't want to get too ahead of myself. You remember two years ago, COVID, where we just didn't, we didn't know we was gonna play the game. We went down to Tennessee. Yeah. They haven't been. They had COVID. And we didn't know we was gonna play the game, and I just knew we were gonna whoop them. And they wind up punching us in the mouth. Mm-hmm. So, if you're I, asking me, the Bills are a better team. Oh God, yeah. But, but we, but we we're a better. We were a better team than Jacksonville last year too. Yes. We were a better team than Pittsburgh last year. So, and I, and I was going to say, <laughs> don't forget, the Titans were the number one seed in the AFC last year. That is true. They figure out ways of winning. Yeah. So th- this is not going to be a cakewalk for the Bills. This is going to be a much more difficult game for them than was the Rams because the Bills don't match up tremendously well against the Titans. I still think the Bills are going to win. Yeah, and and it's going to be electric. I mean, home opener, Monday night football. Oh, it's going to be beautiful on TV. So opposite of what happened this week, now it's like, okay, I got to wait all day Sunday and then Monday and wait for Monday night football. So it's going to be a little different. Mm-hmm. I wish we were playing early, but I, I like being on national TV. That's good. That's good for Bill's Mafia. Um, everybody's going to get liquored up. They're going to be loud, <laughs> ruckus. I mean, so, I mean, I feel like it was kind of like, I think it was a lot of Bills fans in, uh, in L.A. where the, you, they couldn't hear. I feel like it was like, you know, half and half. That's what it felt like. You yeah. Know? It got loud. So, Did you see that apparently the Rams had to go to a silent count on yes. third downs? Because yes. there was so much crowd noise. So much crowd noise. We're taking That's over unreal. other people. We're taking over other people's stadiums. And that just goes to show the money that Bills Mafia have. Remember I told you all of y'all taking y'all private jets and stuff out to LA. <laughs> all right. Y'all got big money out there, bro. Cause those those rent it ain't cheap to go see your team <laughs> in LA. So no. y'all got that big money, man. So yeah, when y'all <laughs> see Big Newt, man, buy Big Newt a drink. Y'all come to Baltimore. For the uh, <laughs> Ravens game, man, you see a big 400-pounder, man, give him a little bats, man, and say cheers. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I can't believe here you are using our podcast as a platform for you to scrounge for beer. Scrounge for <laughs> beer, man. All you rich people, man, shoot, man, give me give me a little bats, man. Give me a bucket. But I, I really need to know, like, let's just take this misdirection here. I really need to know what your definition of having money is, because you seem to think I have money, which I don't. You have money. We talk about this all the time, man. You live in a highfalutin. Okay. You live across the street, that building across the street from your, well, or is that your old place? Remember, you had that building across the street or down at the end of the block, and you was like, yeah, man, those apartments in there, man, go for like $2 million. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. they were like way overpriced, yeah. which is why I pointed it out. And that's your neighborhood. You live in a neighborhood yeah. with $2 million apartments. That's that's highfalutin. <laughs> that's the definition. So I'm not going to put out your business, how much your place costs or how much money you and your wife make. But yes, if you live in a neighborhood where you got $2 million apartments, that's highfalutin. Your neighbors are, yeah. Got big uh, money, and you live amongst them. It ain't know. like you live in a projects, and then you cross the street, and there's too many. No, no, you but live I live in the piece of garbage, and they live in the nice place. See, my house is split <laughs> into three apartments. They own entire houses. I own one third of what they've got. And if you, and that's fair. But if you and your lovely wife ever have children, their your children will go to school with their children. Which, yeah, you'll be hanging out with them in the Hamptons and all that stuff. Yeah. Oh. 
Jesus. <laughs> oh, okay, you you couldn't be more wrong, but okay. yeah, I'm just saying, man. All he got is flew out to L.A., man. He got private jets and stuff. No, I'm just playing. But yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. But those tickets, no, seriously, all seriousness, those tickets were expensive. Like yeah. you know, you know me. I'm a StubHub guy. I go on StubHub every day just to see ticket prices and how it inflates and stuff. Mm-hmm. So the way it's looking now, because even like I would love to go to the uh, the uh, Ravens game, but those tickets, those tickets are crazy. Uh, they are right now. They're the cheapest ones are coming in at about two hundred bucks right. uh, in in Baltimore. But right. that's just because of the excitement of the NFL season kicking off. You wait till the week of. They're going to be going for face value because right now you have people putting their tickets on the secondary market, trying to make a profit. When the week of comes around, then you got the people who are trying to sell their tickets just because they can't go. Right. And they don't want to be stuck with them. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, those Ravens, yeah. It, 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 and if one of us lose, then maybe they'll come down. That's true. But if both of us are undefeated, it ain't going to come down that much. Hmm. I'm That's gonna going to be the big game. Lamar versus Josh, they want revenge from I mean, it's a lot of storylines there. So the cheapest ticket to get the bid is like $210, $220. And that's way at the top. So you know what I did. I was like, okay, well, it looks like I'm going to be going to the Jets game in New York. You get in the Jets game for 60 bucks. Don't be that guy. Come join, <laughs> I'm, come join I'm your so friends. I'm so going to be that guy. Jo- come join your friends. Hey, man, I ain't got all that big money like you, man. I'm on a budget. I'm balling on a budget, bro. Also, I go to one game every like three years, mm. and uh, you go to multiple sporting events per year. So, well, I was, I was gonna go. Don't worry about it. Um, I was gonna go to the uh, Notre Dame game at North Carolina next week because Jalen has a bye week. But those tickets are pretty expensive. But if we wind up losing to California this weekend, I'm sure those tickets will be given away. So we'll yeah. see. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yeah, we'll get to that. Now that we're, now that we're discussing Tennessee and we're talking about other games, I think we need to discuss week one around the league because it was a wild one. Check this out. Of the 16 games, nine of them were decided by a touchdown or less. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of great games, weren't there? And how many went to overtime? Didn't it was it was a tie? Yeah, um, it was a tie. The one last night went to OT. Yeah, it was like three games with the OT. I watched the uh, Bengals against the Steelers. Uh huh. Yeah, so it was a couple OT games, and it was a tie this weekend, man. So it was it was great three, games, man. Three OT games. Yeah. yeah. What was your biggest surprise? Because I got one. You want me to give you mine? Well, I, I, I'm not going to say it's a surprise, but my dark horse this year is Minnesota. Oh, I knew you was going to take that. And I, what does surprise me is the degree to which they pounded the Packers. Yeah, that was my surprise. Twenty-three to seven, man, that was crazy. And then you see the uh, videos, man. Your boy, your boy Aaron Rodgers was getting pissed, man. He yelling at the coordinator and stuff, like, <laughs> yeah, life without Devontae Adams, man. Get used and to it. Justin Jefferson was out of his damn mind. I know, right? He made Jari Alexander look so bad. Yeah. He he had nine receptions for one hundred eighty-four yards, two TDs. And I mean, he was, 
he put Alexander to bed on a couple of those routes. It, yeah. it was just if if I'm a Packers fan, I'm disgusted. Yeah, I'm with you, man. That was that was going to be my surprise, man. Packers. Um, I had the Packers being in probably the number one seed in the NFC. Um, so I don't know if that's going to happen. And, and it's one only one game. Um, it is. However, I think I think the the Vikings are primed to be a great team this year because under Mike Zimmer, their former head coach, he was miserable. He made everybody around them miserable. They brought in a new coach who's really making culture and players feeling empowered, a, a, a centerpiece to what he's building there. I think you take talented players, and they undoubtedly have talented players on the roster, make them enjoy coming to practice every day. You got something good. I mean, just look at just just look at the skill players. Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook. You could put those three up against any trio of receivers and running backs in the NFL, and they're right near the top. No, I can't disagree. I agree. Now you've got Kirk Cousins throwing the ball. But I think he gets a bad rap. Well, he's not bad. No, he's not bad. You just he's want, talked about as though he is, but he's not. Right. You would just hope that you know you have someone better. But yeah, he's doing his thing. Yeah. Also, you see the picture of him in his press conference. Mm-mm. He's wearing some goofy shirt tucked into his jeans, and I saw somebody on Twitter say, "You know that this guy has a drawer full of Coles cash." <laughs> I'm like, yes, that tells the story well. Not Cole's cash. <laughs> so we both agree on that game being the shock of the weekend. And my two runner-ups was the Bears over the 49ers mm-hmm. in torrential rain in Chicago. What do you think about that, man? Well, the the Bears looked like a laughing stock. And I don't know, man, is Trey Lance, not what we thought he was, or is it the elements just kind of threw the team off? Yeah, you would think that it could have been the elements. I mean, I just, I'm like Justin Fields. I mean, well, he only threw for 120 yards and two touchdowns, but I don't know. I just, that was a shocker to me. I just knew the 49, that was almost a lock. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, Trey Lance, 164 yards, one interception, so do you think that the 49ers is going to ride with them, or do you think that they're going to go back to Guapalo? I think you have to ride with him. I, I just don't think that there's any way around it at this point. What you can't do is fabricate a quarterback controversy. They made their decision. They've got to stick with it for better or for worse. Okay, and usually I would agree with that, but in this situation, I don't. Okay. I say that because the 49ers is too good of a team. They made it to the a, uh they made it to the NFC Championship last year, right? Mm-hmm. So they they have high aspirations. If this thing starts to go south, I think they will turn. I don't think they're going to just stay with Trey Lance just because he's a young guy and we don't want to hurt his development and feelings. If yeah. they start losing, that I think that's why they decided to re-sign him and I think that's why Garoppolo decided to stay. I think because, um, like, the Cowboys, they were talking about, well, shoot, should the Cowboys look for – no, no, he's not leaving because he knows a couple of more losses, he's going to be right back at the helm. And Trey Lance was bad. He, he was 13 yeah. for 28, 164 yards, a 50.3 rating. 
and He's you bad. lost and you lost to Chicago. Mm-hmm. So your team is better than this, bro. So I, I don't. I don't. I don't think they're gonna stick it out with. It. I think Wapo's gonna play sooner rather than later if they keep losing. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I. I. I think it would be a bad decision for the development of Trey Lance, but right. I right. wouldn't be surprised because coaches have to win games, right? Yeah. And like I said, usually I will go with you. Usually I think the way you think. I just think this situation is going to be different because their team is too good. Mm-hmm. You know. And then my next game that I was quite surprised, the Dolphins 20-7 to over the Patriots. They look good. Man. That offense looks good. Yeah, dude. I'm kind of worried now. I ain't worried, but I'm just saying I'm, I'm in attention now. I didn't think that they would punch the Patriots in the mouth like that. Yeah. Well, you know, they're, they're building a really fast offense there. And if, if you can play defense and you're the Dolphins – Get the balls and get the ball into the hands of your your skill players that have all that speed, and just let them run. See if the see if the opposing defense can run with them. Can I tell you the team that scared the bejesus out of me? Who is that? That would be the Chiefs. Yeah. Oh my God, Patrick Mahomes, thirty for thirty nine, three hundred sixty yards, five TDs, no interceptions. He oh. is what we thought he was. Yes, exactly. <laughs> he is what we thought he was, man. And you like him even more now because his brother and them is not in the picture, man. They TikToking and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sorry, I interrupt you. Go ahead. No, it's okay. <laughs> and they're like, oh, he lost Tyreek Hill. What's he going to do? It didn't seem to bother him too much, did Don't it? Don't matter. Don't matter. Juju Smith-Schuster, um, Valdez Scantling there, I, they, they're they going to be just fine. Yeah. They'll be there in the end, too. So, And I hope they are, man. Like you said, to be the man, you got to beat the man. I hope they're there. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Although, I I think the Cardinals... Mm, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not sold on Kyler Murray. You better be. Didn't he just get paid? He did. He did. <laughs> no, no then somebody posted some film, and they're like, "Watch this guy. He there's somebody lined up to blitz right here, and he never sees him. He should know exactly what's about to happen. He doesn't even look in the guy's direction. He gets sacked, and that's why they put that clause in his contract about studying from home. Right. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Speaking of contracts, man, you see, uh, Friday was the last day that uh, Lamar Jackson and. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens were going to discuss contracts, so they mm-hmm. said they're not going to negotiate during the season. What do you think about that? I think if I'm Lamar Jackson, it's it's a smart play because every time a new quarterback gets yep. their contract re-upped, yep. it mm-hmm. makes him worth that much more. If he right. had done it, say, before Josh Allen, he would have been making less on Josh Allen. Now, inevitably, he's going to make more. In fact, it was Josh Allen who said, whoever gets the next contract is going to be the highest. So he's not concerned about it. Now, if he holds out, that being Lamar Jackson, if he holds out through this year and through next year playing under the uh, franchise tag, and I don't mean holding out like not playing games, if he holds out on signing right. a contract, right. Then Justin Herbert and Joe Burrow are going right. to be getting their extensions. Right. Imagine how much more per season Lamar is going to get after that. How much could he get if he actually hit 
the open market as a free agent. He's going to reset the market. Right. He's going to reset it. And, and and I get it, man. It's, Baltimore is going to shoot their own selves in the foot. Because, mm-hmm. like, so what's their game plan? What are they going to franchise them two more times? Like, if you franchise them two more times, the second time, you have to pay him the average of the top three salaries. Right. So you might as well just pay him. You might as well pay him. Right, we is is a is a is a bad kept secret because you built your whole team around this dude. Right, you're more depict like I can see us messing around Josh Allen before they mess around Lamar, and that ain't and that ain't to say that I think Lamar is better than Josh. Oh, Allen. I know what you're saying, but you you built your whole team around this dude. You know what I'm saying? Everything yes, this you do is, is built a, around him. This he is the definition of a system quarterback, and the system is in place. Right. So who are you going to get to do what he does at the level he do- does it at? So uh, he probably looked at Deshaun Watson and was like, okay, I want 200 mil guaranteed. And then Baltimore was like, we're not giving you that. No, they, they guaranteed – they offered a guaranteed $133 million. Yeah. And you know Baltimore, they're a proud franchise. They they try to – oh, well, not one person is bigger than our program and all and that smart. stuff. You know what I'm saying? So I don't I don't know where this is gonna go, man. Because you're interesting. Right. You're right. Cause every minute that goes by, his price goes up and up. And like I like you said, if Burrow and uh Herbert's contracts come up and a new TV contract kicks in, then it's gonna oh my God. And and I understand that the argument is what if he gets hurt? But you can't play scared. Yeah. You you can't play scared. He's you, gambling. He's gambling too, though. He, he gambling. Yeah, you know, because this year is what is he, he only gonna make what twenty mil this year? I think it's something yeah. low. So, what would you do? I can't count other people's money, man. That like right. I'm not, I'm not joke, asking you. To. I joke, what would you I joke do? with you about. First of all, I probably would have got an agent. I'm not gonna do it myself. Yep. Um. A hundred thirty million is still a lot of money, but he's betting on himself, man. And you don't get to this level without betting on yourself. So I probably would, I would probably hold out too, because he's right, man. His and, and, and Lamar Jackson is okay to me. Um, I don't view him and Josh Allen the same way. I feel like Josh Allen could win with his arm. I don't know if Lamar can, even though he throws the ball well. Um, but I just don't like his personnel. His best players are running backs and tight ends. Mm-hmm. Um, they depend on him a lot in the running game. Um, everybody think that they're comparable. I argue with my friends about this all the time. Josh Allen is the same as Lamar Jackson. No, you're not. No, Lamar they, Jackson they're totally has rushed, different. Lamar Jackson has rushed for 100 yards like 15 times. Josh Allen has only done it twice. Right. Um, but he has an argument. If he if you see Deshaun Watson getting 200 mil guarantee, why not ask for it? Mm-hmm. You have been a former MVP in this league. So he's in a precarious situation. That's why it's hard. That's why I, you asked me that question. I, I see both sides. Well, yes. It, it, I see let me ask sides. you this question. Is Lamar Jackson's market more limited because he is such a system player? I don't think so because now I'm yeah. gonna go back to what you just said. If he was to hit the open market, somebody would give him 200 mil guarantee. Oh, I don't easy. know exactly who that would be, 
but someone would give him two hundred million. If you're gonna give Deshaun Watson two hundred million with 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 the stuff he had over his head, he ain't played in two years and all this stuff. Then yeah, somebody would do that for Lamar. Because listen, man, he runs too much for me, but he's clean as a whistle. Yes, he is. He, you know, he's clean as a. You don't ever hear anything about Lamar Jackson. Everybody loves him. They say he's a great leader. That so that's good. So. If you're gonna give Deshaun, if somebody's gonna give Deshaun Watson 200 mil, somebody in this in a, somebody in the NFL will give Lamar Jackson 200. Mil. So the offer that they made him was it was somewhere like two, in the 240 millions value of the contract with 133 million guaranteed. I'm taking the money, and you know why? It's because I've gotten old and I don't want to gamble anymore. True. <laughs> when, not when I was in my twenties, I'd have been like, yeah. mm, that. He's, right. just, he's still <laughs> in his <laughs> early twenties, so you gotta yeah. look at him. You know? But I, my thing is though, and I heard them talk about the Colin Cowherd show I listened to, it's hard to represent yourself. Everybody say, Oh, why you it why is. you pay an agent? Agents do a lot, man. And if anything else, an agent is a buffer because you gotta have difficult conversations when you're negotiating. And so when you're going there with your mom, they're probably telling you stuff you don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. And that's why you need the buffer. Where the buffer, he probably wouldn't, you know, the agent probably wouldn't have told you some of the stuff that goes on in negotiations. Because mm-hmm. it could get dirty. And I, I would imagine it's getting dirty now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's kind of difficult, too. Well, you know. Let's shift gears. Okay. And... I think that we owe Brian Dable a congratulatory hooray for winning his first game as a head coach on a ballsy call. Dilly, dilly, Brian Dable, man. And look at Barkley. Didn't Barkley look sprightly out there? Yeah, man. 170 yards. Bro, if he could just stay healthy, man, I tell you, he going to look like that top five pick he was coming out of the draft. Yeah. Got to stay healthy. Yeah, averaging nine yards a carry is just ridiculous. Man, that's bananas, bro. Um, so wrap us up, buddy. Well, uh, rest in peace to Queen Elizabeth. We lost Queen Elizabeth last week, and uh, I was expecting, like, like I said, I've been watching uh, Game of Thrones, House of Dragons. I want them to fight for the throne. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm expecting, like, oh, it's gonna be arguments. You know what I'm saying? So that's interesting. So yeah, man. So I guess we'll catch y'all next week. Big game, Monday night, Monday night football against the Titans. Let's get some get back, man. Till next week. Hey, hey, let's go Buffalo. More to do's, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high quality leads, fast closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark breaking quarters. It's not a miracle. It's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.